BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Hello. Hello. How are you? I am pretty good. How are you? Um, I am a gecko on the computer. Yes, that is true. What's going on with your life? You know, not too much. I didn't really do that much today. Just chilled at home. Uh, Adam, it says here that you have a pen cap stuck in your ass. Yeah, I'm, I, if you couldn't tell, I was kind of waiting for you to bring that up. I didn't really want to. Okay. Uh, why don't you tell me about this? Yeah. So, um, Friday night, <laughs> you know, having some me time and I had this pen. And, you know, this isn't the first time that I have done something like this, but, you know, I put, I, I used the pen and after the activities concluded, I removed the pen and guess what didn't come out? The cap of the pen. Right. Okay. So you were, uh, this was a sexual pleasure thing. Okay, so you shove the pen up your ass uh, in pursuit of sexual stimulation, and uh, the cap is now lodged in there. That's correct, yes. Okay, and um, how recently did this take place? Um, this past Friday night. This past Friday night, okay, and is the pen cap still in there? It is still in there. Okay, and it is currently Wednesday, so it has been about Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Wednesday. It's about it's been about five days <laughs> that this pen cap has been in your ass. Yeah, you're really driving the point home. <laughs> okay, and am I the first person who you came to about this? Yep, that is correct. Have you considered other people who might be better equipped to help you with the situation, perhaps just throwing it out there, a medical professional. Of course I have, but here's okay. You know, I called because I wanted to, obviously that's the first thing someone would say, but I have my defenses. First of all, it's extremely embarrassing. You know, that's obvious. 
And second of all, I'm not in any serious pain or discomfort. So, you know, why would I spend all that money um, going to the doctor or the emergency room or whatever if it's not a serious issue to my health? Or, or you know, <laughs> if it's not an immediate serious issue. Like, I'm not in any pain right now. So, Okay, so you're, you're just going to wait. No. You're just going to wait until it becomes a problem. Kind of? Or, or until I get the courage to finally go. Do you do this with other things in your life? Like, do you always wait until a situation is a critical emergency until you handle it? I do have a problem with avoiding things, yes. Okay. And your problem with avoiding things, has it ever in the past made any problems significantly worse for you? You know, it has. Tell me tell me about a time where it has. Um, okay, so I kept procrastinating um, renewing my tags on my car. So yeah. I had gotten two tickets and I just paid the fines, you know, it was whatever. And after I paid the fines, I finally did it. I finally went to get my tags renewed, but because um, it was a year overdue, past the year overdue, I had to end up getting a new plate and it was way more money than just renewing the tags. So I guess it's that's really funny example. to hear you tell this story while you currently have a pen cap stuck in your ass. Yeah. Adam, I think if there were ever going to be a straw that broke a camel's back situation where you finally decided you're not going to procrastinate anymore and you began your journey toward facing your issues head on it would absolutely be this one mm. I cannot argue with that so why don't you go ahead over to the doctor tell him that you had a pen cap stuck in your ass that you have a pen cap stuck in your ass and um live in the shame realize it's not that bad and that you should have gone okay. on Saturday. And then next time you're embarrassed or you're procrastinating on something, you'll think back to this and you'll go, man, you know, I went to the doctor and I told him about the pen that I had in my ass. And lo and behold, he reached in there. He got the pen out. And it wasn't that bad. It wasn't nearly as bad as I had been spending all of this time in my head building it up to be. Maybe this situation is just like that time I had that pen cap stuck in my ass. And I should just handle it head on because it's not as big of a deal as I'm making it out to be. This is your opportunity to learn that lesson. You know, you're kind of right. I really do need to... Well, okay, I definitely have... Adam, my Adam, it's Adam, me Adam, 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 <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Yes. Adam, go get that pen cap out of your ass. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it for you. Thank you for calling, Adam.
Anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Yes. I know you don't like when callers read chat, but someone asked how I poop. I poop fine. Like, it still comes out. I just wanted to clarify for anyone wondering. Adam. Adam. Yes. Adam, go to the doctor. Okay. <laughs> okay, bye, Adam. Bye. Hello, hi. Hi, Lyle. Molly, what's going on with you, man? Um, not much. I I have a I have a weird thing that's been going on the last few months. Um, that I was looking for some insight or advice on. Uh, what did the screener put down? Uh, let's let's read it. Yeah, uh, Molly, it says here that uh, you have. Okay, I'm gonna read this whole thing. Uh, okay. It says it says it says that you have a nightmare disorder, and you have been having vivid uh-huh. sex dreams that make you feel like you're cheating on your boyfriend, and the sex dreams are of characters that you have created in writing an erotic novel, and you are afraid that you're falling in love with the characters from your dreams. And apparently that's causing you to feel as though you are essentially cheating on your boyfriend with characters that you have created. Uh, so that's mostly true. It started off with um, right around the same time I started writing this erotic novel last year. Um, I Do you know what a fandom is? Or, or I'm uh, sorry, fan- not fandom, a fan fiction yeah, I, I know what a fanfic in in uh in middle school, uh, kids in my grade were obsessed with writing One Direction fan fiction, and they and people would like write me into <laughs> okay. it and stuff. It was weird, but no, I am familiar yeah. with fan fiction. So um, okay, okay. So I wrote a fan fiction last year, and obviously it included a um, embarrassing to say because I'm 28, an influencer. And right around that time, I started taking medication for nightmares that I've been suffering my entire life. Like every single night, vivid, gruesome. I like I don't even want to say it on the phone because it's like fucked up what my dreams dreams would come up with. So while I was writing this, I got put in the medication and I started having these dreams about this influencer. Um, but they weren't just sex dreams. I was falling in love with this influencer and um eventually as i guess you know i had as many dreams as i could about him it transgressed into the kid that sat behind me in spanish class one night to my neighbor to my uh my boyfriend's brother anyone that could come up with and they weren't just vivid sex dreams i fell in love with these people in these dreams and I still I don't know why I'm saying in past tense and I wake up every morning and look at my partner of nine years um, knowing I just had the most magical dream about Cole Hirsch you know it, it's it's a lot you have you have uh, you have uh, dreams where you fall in love with Cole Hirsch um, well, actually, the sad part about that is I love him a lot, and um, he was the only dream that we went on a date, and neither one of us had a good time. 
and <laughs> I don't know why it was him specifically, but neither one of us really enjoyed ourselves. We kind of were like looking at our watch. We were like at a hot dog stand waiting to go to Andrew's stand-up show. Um, <laughs> but why I didn't love Cole Hurst in that dream, but my neighbor from when I was a kid growing up, that, you know, that wasn't fun. But people like Cole Hurst, I guess, is a better example. Well, anyway, um, okay, so you're having these dreams about uh, miscellaneous. It's not just people from the internet. It's like, you know, your brother's boyfriend, like just random people, like fictional characters, just all these people. Uh, how long right. How long has this been going on for that you've been having these vivid uh, vivid love dreams about all these, these different uh, entities? Um, I, I started writing my novel and I started being put on the medication probably in November. And it's every, I have vivid dreams every night and I have these love dreams like five nights out of a week. Mm. Okay. So they've been since November. So it's been like, oh God, don't make me do math right now. Like it's been several months that you've been having these dreams. It's not been like uh, your entire life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like nine months. I've been having nightmares my whole life, but the love dreams like nine months. And have the have the love dreams replaced the nightmares, or some nights it's a nightmare, some nights it's a love dream? Well, that's the thing, is why I am scared to get off this medication is the medication has stopped the nightmares. I don't have nightmares anymore, but instead they're replaced by these love dreams. So mm. I'm scared that if I get off of it, I'm going to go back into, you know, watching my family get tortured and these horrible things and it's like a it's not, it's like a toss-up i'm like i don't know which yeah. which is better because i'm sleeping great but yeah. you know well to start here you uh, i assume you have a psychiatrist that is uh the person that 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 prescribed you this medicine yes okay have you been to the psychiatrist and told them hey nightmare medicine working out great but it's giving me these other dreams that uh, I don't want to have and now I don't know what to do have you have you told them that so I haven't because a lot of psychiatrists are kind of like quack they don't really care especially mental health psychiatrists they don't really care just putting you on something and then whatever happens happens. Um, I more so have talked to my therapist about this, and he was the first person I uh, opened up to about uh, my fan fiction. And he told me that he also wrote fan fiction about Dean from Supernatural, I guess, when he was mm. younger. So I felt comfortable talking to him about it. But unfortunately, he's my therapist, not my psychiatrist. And with nightmare medications, it's a specific medication that um, like works. For blood pressure but also works for people with PTSD that have nightmares it's one of those things where it's not specifically for nightmares it's somehow in case studies it's also helped this so right. I, I've so, been apprehensive he's just this old dude yeah so so okay so when you tell your therapist that you're having this problem what is what, what does your therapist say if you if you don't tell your psychiatrist um I guess I haven't talked to him recently about it um i've i i can play it out of my head and i know what he's gonna say that you know it's better than the horrible nightmares where you wake up crying and covered in sweat so what's the harm but i don't know it's i don't know if it's affecting okay. my sex life with my 
with my partner or you know what I mean? Yeah. So I right, so the first like the first thing I'm going to tell you and this is what I always say is um like you know, look, I, I I know why you maybe don't have a trust for your psychiatrist or your therapist, but like, you know, if you're having this issue, uh, uh, you know, in with a medication that they're prescribing you, um, you know, my uh, gecko guy on the computer recommendation is to tell them about it. Um, but uh-huh. let's see. Okay, but okay, so you should do that. That's the first thing I'll say. But let's say you do that, and then yes, okay. let's say your therapist says. Well, you know, the, the love dreams are better than the torture dreams. Okay, let's get into that. Why? Uh, what, tell me about the conflicting feelings surrounding the love dreams. Why are they uh, 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 such a big problem for you? I mean, they're a big problem. I've been dating my partner for nine years, so obviously I'm madly in love with him. Um, but after nine years, it's not the butterflies. It's not where, you know, having sex every single night, we can't keep our eyes off of each other, but I love mm-hmm. him. It's like that stagnant. I love you. Not these like giant sparks or whatever. Of course. And I've heard that this is kind of a thing with, um, with specifically women that write romance novels or erotic novels. It can actually be kind of detrimental to their love life. Because they create this ideal man in their brain, and then no other man lives up to it because they're literally right. creating them on paper. Tell me more about that. Yes. Um, so it's it's become a problem because uh, he, my partner, Will, couldn't live up to this character I created. And like the thing about fan fiction is you take this person and the things you like about them, and then you add these all these other things that you don't even know about them. I didn't know Cole Hirsch likes hot dogs, you know, like you create these things in your writing or in your dreams, whatever. Um, so it, it would turn into, it was so weird, dude, because I, I had these dreams of people that I was never attracted to. I'm not attracted to. And I would still like in my dream, I would wake up, or in my dream, I'd be so in love with them and I would wake up and have that feeling. And, oh no, what I was saying is women can't wake up with boners, obviously, but it's like the equivalent of like, that you're just like wanting sex, but it's a weird feeling because it's, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. And so it's is it creating a problem for you because you you feel like it is making you to devalue your did you say he's your husband or boyfriend or he's my we've been together nine years he's basically my husband without the ring so whatever you want call okay him. all right yeah let's do significant other actually let's do let's do partner perfect like that's a good that's a good catch all perfect all right so your partner it's uh, yeah. do you feel like it's making you value your partner less. I don't know, dude. Like, when I first, it depends on the nights. The nights where the dreams are so romantic, so beautiful. Um, yeah, sometimes it'll be the littlest thing he'll slip up on. Like, oh, you didn't walk the dog when before I got home from work. Great. And it'll be an extra oomph because I just had the dream the night before that we're so romantic. But if, you know, we have mm. sex that day, it's a little different. It's. I don't know if it's, I'm still very attracted to him. I, 
And I feel like it makes it better that a lot of these dreams now, because my brain has literally run out of catalogs of how many influencers, celebrities, men in my life to have sex dreams about, that most of them I don't find attractive in real life. So, and I'm kind of used to it by now also. So I don't know. Hmm. Is this something that you have talked to your partner about? Um, I mean, he's in the other room listening to the uh, stream. Hi, Will, if you're listening. Uh, okay, is this so is this something that you is this something that your partner is finding out about right this very moment? <laughs> he just left from the other room. Um, yeah, basically, um, he knew I wrote the erotic novel and he knew the influencer was about, but yeah, he did not know any of this really. Okay. Would, should we get him on the phone? Is that would that be helpful? I will. Um, um, he can be kind of awkward on the phone, but sure, I will. Here on speakerphone, Lyle. Hi. Hey, what's up, man? What's your name? Oh. Uh, my name is Will. How are you doing? How are you doing, Will? I'm doing all right. <laughs> We're a very, uh, very unexpected uh, change of events tonight, I guess, but. So you are 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 just sort of now uh, hearing all of these these issues and about all these dreams that uh, your partner is having. Yeah, I think there was maybe a small thing she mentioned, but I guess the scope of it, yeah, <laughs> was probably not revealed until yeah. Okay, and how are you how are you uh, feeling in this moment? What do you what do you make of all of this? You know, I. I feel a little bit weird, but I don't feel like I can be mad at someone for their subconscious. You know what I mean? It's like, of course, I know we, everyone has weird, I, I guess it's like, I don't have as many vivid dreams, but I don't, she's told me she's had a lot of messed up dreams and I've never like, I've never held that against her. Cause like, I feel like you can't hold someone's subconscious against them. Right. Cause it's not like something, it's not something they can control. That's kind of where of course I, not. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm looking at it. from. Interesting. Um, I mean, what, you know, I, I already told, uh, uh, Molly that, you know, she should go to, uh, get better help from her actual, you know, psychiatrist and therapist. But, you know, I mean, you hearing all of this and, and you knowing her, uh, as a person very intimately, you know, do, do you have any kind of perspective on this issue or things that, that you think would be helpful for her to to do in, in, in dealing with, with these feelings, especially since there, a lot of these feelings are about your, your guys' relationship? That's a good question. And I, honestly, this is a, this is a very kind of abstract issue that I, I don't even know how to really approach it. <laughs> to be honest. I mean, I guess just being open about it, right? Cause I mean, it's maybe, I think maybe part of it is her feeling like she's holding this in and that maybe that's, creating the dreams more vividly i don't know you know what i mean like if, you, if you're suppressing something maybe that's making it more intense i don't know so mm-hmm. honestly mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sure besides being open about it honestly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah i mean i i think being open about it is uh definitely helps because another thing is and again this is why i you know i, I wonder what her actual psychology uh team people would think but like <laughs> is there is there a desire that she has? Because, you know, she said all that she said. She loves you. She said she's attracted to you very, very much. But is there, like, a, a, a desire that that she has that 
is is not being fulfilled, not because mm-hmm. of anyone's ignorance or because of anyone's right. uh, uh, malice, but because of because we don't know what it is because we haven't figured it out because you guys haven't uh, you know maybe talked about it enough and maybe if you guys yeah, talked it right. maybe if you were very as you were saying very open with each other got down to the bottom of well mm-hmm. what is my subconscious trying to hint at here you could right. find a, a good solution i don't know what the solution is but maybe that's yeah. a way that you could try to find it no that makes sense maybe there is some bigger issue that that needs to be addressed here i don't know yeah. what do you think molly um I mean, I think you're on to something. It's, we're a little vanilla in the bedroom, so it wouldn't okay. hurt to maybe explore that. Like like I said, when you've been together nine years, it's a, it's a static level. Um, and the erotica I wrote, there's a reason why I've only let two people in my life read it, because it is pretty raunchy and nasty. So, And Will's read it. I mean... It wouldn't hurt if maybe we, I don't know, tried some stuff in there. Maybe I don't know. Okay. All right. So, so I mean, here while while we're here, what are we thinking? Are we thinking, you know, some role play situation? You know, uh, uh, introducing <laughs> new elements like what? Uh, 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 maybe you could brainstorm. Different ways to spice the. You don't have to do it on this call right now if you don't want yeah. to. But right. but maybe <laughs> you think of different. Say, okay. Yeah. Maybe you could think of ways to spice yeah. things. I don't know if you want Will to role play as Cole Hirsch, put on glasses and a mustache. <laughs> I mean, he kind of while to be honest, he has a Cole Hirsch vibe. If uh, Cole had a beard and was six three, but everything else, he's very oh, Cole Hirsch. Does he have a beard? Does he have a big full beard? You've seen him recently in DC, right? He's got a stubble. Um, he's just got a mustache. I, I think I don't know, but um, oh, okay. But well, but anyway, I think I think beard. if anything, if we could, I feel like a takeaway from talking about all of this is that maybe there is some unfulfilled desire within you and it's really actually kind of beautiful to hear you the way that you guys are are so cool and open with each other that you you both seem like you are are very uh uh on board to figuring out what that desire is and i think that if you um both maintain that uh desire to get to the bottom of the issue then 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 you'll get there so do that. Talk with each other. And also, I know you think your psychiatrist a quack, is a quack, and I don't know, maybe he is, but, you know, they're they're the one giving you the drugs, so you should tell them what's going on. Right. You're right. Maybe I need my uh, milligrams adjusted, and I'll, I'll talk to I have an uh, appointment with my therapist and my psychiatrist, actually, um, this week, so I'll talk to them. You know what you should do? You should see a sex therapist. There's, like, therapists that specifically... Oh. There are therapists that specifically do this kind of shit. That's... Because we saw a couple's therapists at um, the beginning of quarantine. We moved in together after being together for seven years. And we saw a couple therapists just on and off. Um, But that would be interesting. I didn't even think of that avenue. What do you think, Will? I forgot about that. Yeah, he... That... Thank you, Lyle. That's actually a good idea. Yeah. What if they tell you? What if they tell you the answer is to uh, do Cole Hirsch 
role play. Then you'd have to. I go. was about to say it's cold. I live in Chicago. He's he lives here. Um, uh, yeah, I think he's the epicenter of it all um, when it gets to the crux of it. But I do promise you, he is not what the erotic novel was about. Um, mm-hmm. But now I'm thinking I, could, I should maybe write a short story about him. I don't know. Well, I promise not to tell him that you had this dream. He won't, he won't hear this, hopefully. Right? Yeah, hopefully he won't hear this. Uh, is there anything you guys want to say to the people at the computer before we go? And so I have this pre-planned out, and it's awful that the conversation took up so much about Cole Hirsch, because I have to ask, is he as adorable in person as I think he is? He is a total cutie patootie. Oh, Sorry to say. Oh, no. I knew it. Oh, oh God damn it, Lyle. Thank you so much. Hate, hate, I, I hate to say it, but stream. he's an adorable little man. He, uh, I knew he would be. No. Will, you got competition. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, so well, much, anyway, Lyle. Molly, Will, good I luck to you guys, you. and uh, thank you for calling. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Bye. She brought up a very interesting dilemma, which is, like, she had this desire. You know, she was in a, she's in a nine-year relationship, clearly very in love with her partner, Um very attracted to her partner. Clearly, you can tell by the way that they interact with... At least I got the read by the way they interacted with each other that they were very um, much on the same team with with one another. And I, I got the sense that it was a good relationship. But she was craving... And I don't know if this is the medication fucking with hormones. This is where a psychiatrist that knows shit about the brain could give an actual opinion about this. And that's why I, I say that she should come go to that person. But uh, maybe the fucking medicine is causing something in her brain that's being like, well, no, I miss the butterflies of of, of young love and of, of you know, whatever, sexual tension and shit. And, and you know, of, of these things that you don't get when you are in a very loving uh, old relationship, maybe. Um, and yeah, I, I guess at the end of the day with them, the fact that they were so willing to, uh, come together to work out the issue was, felt like it's a good sign to me. And I hope that she does go to that, uh, all these whatever therapist people, and I hope she finds a good, uh, answer for her to, um, you know, continue to be, uh, uh satisfied in this relationship. Cause it sounds like they have a nice thing going and she fucking shout out to will too he's kind of a champion for uh being super cool here and all that stuff you know i mean that that takes uh that takes a lot so yeah i think uh shout out to both of them for calling across america bp supports more than two hundred and seventy-five thousand jobs to keep energy flowing jobs like updating turbines at one of our indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hello? Hi. Is this Kristen? This is. Is this the Gek? It is. How's it going, Kristen? It is 
going a little tumultuously, um, but we are we're making it work. Tumultuously, that's a great word. I got to start using that more often. There are many, many great applications for that word. Uh, why is it? Why is it going tumultuously? There are. Um, I would say a lot of things are up in the air. Um, I just turned twenty-seven, and I've had this fear of twenty-seven for a very long time. Um, and I feel like things are about to change very drastically, and I don't know if I'm ready. In what way are they going to change very drastically? Um, living situation is the big one. Um, ending a relationship that is long overdue. Okay. Um, do you, do you want me to, uh, uh, say what you told the call screener? <laughs> um, if it makes sense or, or I can do it. Uh, yeah, it says here that you are in three relationships currently, uh, uh, one of which does not know about the others. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and that's the one that needs to end. That's the one that needs to end? Uh, okay, so how long have you been in all three of these relationships for? Um, I would say a little under a year. Um, but I guess I should preface with, um, I feel personally, and I know that it's not a widely accepted thing, um, but I am polyamorous and, um, I guess that's just my truth. You you sound as very polyamorous. As far as I can express it at this point in my life, well, <laughs> it's I have never been in a relationship that I have not emotionally or physically uh, strayed from, and I guess it took me a while to come to terms with why I was doing that, and I don't know if I'm just an absolute attention whore and I just feel the need to like have all these different outlets or inlets. Interesting. Um, okay. So, but, so listen, so, so I, um, let's touch on that real quick. Cause, uh, yeah, man, okay. I think people should be able to, people should be able to do whatever they want have as many boyfriends, girlfriends as they want, whatever. Obviously, as long as, you know, I, 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 ideally everybody is on the same page of, of the agreement that they are signed up for. Right. Um, but, uh, you are, you said to yourself just now, um, I am, you, you feel like you're doing this, uh, because you, you need or want all of the attention that, that it gives you. Is that correct? I, it's a, it's a question that I have and there's probably a good amount of validity to it. Um, but I also just love people and I feel like there's a lot of 
amazing people in the world and I want to like show love where I feel it's deserved or where it feels right and it comes off as slutty or you know whatever you want to call it um, well we're not talking we're not uh, we're not we're not talking about you know if something is slutty or, or trying to label anything right now I'm just trying to w- get to like what your feelings are about uh, yourself mm-hmm. and the way you're living your life uh, why, why do you feel like uh, you you need uh, so much attention Um, I think it's because when I was younger, I always felt left out. And okay. maybe this is my way of making up for it. Okay. Um, now, why have you not told the one person that you're in a relationship with that, that you uh, are seeing other people? I, so when I met him, um, I was very open about my past and about how I feel about relationships and how an open relationship would be my ideal situation. And that's kind of like the only thing I really wanted. And then COVID hit and all of a sudden I was living with him when I had only known him for like six months. Um, and that conversation kind of just got swept under the rug and when I brought it up um, like more recently it's kind of dismissed as oh well you just want to go and fuck other people and um, makes me feel very shitty about how I feel um and I do, I have a lot of love for this person, but, and that's why I guess I'm still in this relationship is because it's been... Kristen, how long have you been dating this person um, with him not knowing that you are dating other people as well? Two years, two and a half years. You've been dating him for two and a half years and the entire time you've been dating other people. I've slept with a few people. I I call it dating. Um, emotionally entertained other people, um, but I guess within the past year, it's come become more serious with two of them. Um, and 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 this this one guy has no idea that any of this is happening. I think maybe deep down he does know, but maybe he wants to pretend or it's easier to to just ignore. Do, do you really love this guy? I love him as a person, and I feel very connected to him, and the way we met was very... Um, it just felt like I knew him for a long time. Mm-hmm. And mm, you, you know, you just get kind of swept up in these things. Yeah. 
Kristen, you, you need to leave this guy alone. Because you're fucking with him. Yeah. You, you're, you've been fucking with him for two years. This guy. Yeah. Um, and it's not cool. Uh, this is not fair to this guy. You've been fucking with him. And like, you know, here's the thing, man. Is it, you, you sound like you have all these complicated uh, feelings and emotions of how you... Uh, you know, want to live your life, how you want to move forward, how you want to have relationships with other people. And uh, before you start involving other people in your own, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, fuckery of figuring out, we all, we all, we all have fuckery going on in our brains of how we want to live our lives and have relationships with other people. Um, and that's totally cool, and it, it just becomes not cool when you start involving other people into your fuckery. So, you know, it's yeah. okay for you to have this journey and to not know what you want and how you want to uh, live your life, but don't wrap other people up into it. And don't, and don't do that for two years. So yeah. leave the, leave this guy alone. Let him go and live his life and not, you know, live this lie for two years. It's 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 okay for you to be struggling with what you want and what you need, but you you can't do it at the behest of others. Yeah. I I have tried actually and he makes it very difficult and that's no excuse it's it's totally that's not no you are you are you're in you're in control here Kristen. you can go talk to him right now and clear this up and 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 i'm i'm not i'm a gecko on the internet i'm not here to tell you how to live your life and i'm no moral authority i never want to be a moral authority or tell people what is right and what is wrong but um you you have to you 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 can't be fucking with this guy for for two years. Yeah, it's very not cool. Um, so, yeah. Kristen, listen, you sound like you need to go to an actual therapist. Um, or <laughs> or if not, or if not, go to an actual therapist. At least take some time alone where you can deal with all this stuff without. You fucking up other people's lives. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate the... The brutal... Not brutal, it's... The warranted uh, honesty. So, um... Thank I'm you. not going to tell you what to do with your life, but I, I will a little bit. Leave, leave, leave this guy alone. Because I don't know him. Yeah. Is it a guy? Yes. Okay, leave this guy alone. Let him go live his life. Let him, you know, I mean, he's going to be, you know, upset. Because you fucked with him for two years and you shouldn't have done that. But whatever you did, you can't change back time. But don't, yeah. don't dig further into this. Um, and go let him live his life. And then uh, you go have to go on your own journey of, of figuring out what, what the fuck it is you want and how you want to continue forward. But you, you can't keep fucking with other people while you're doing that. 
And and and, and that's that's kind of all, all I really have to say about that. But uh, is is there anything else that you want to say uh, about any of this or to the people of the computer before we go? Um, well, I just want to say thank you and um, to everyone, live your truth and don't get caught into something that you're not capable of. Okay, thank you, Kristen. Thank you. Oh my god. Two years. Two years, Christian. I don't know. I'm thinking I've been thinking about this a lot. Uh yeah, all the we have people call in all the time who, you know, talk about doing uh you know, bad shit, right? Cheating on their uh, significant others, fucking committing crimes of so just you know all all this shit, and it's like, you know, I could sit I could sit here on the phone and I could I could yell and go, "You're an asshole, fuck you!" But where we don't get anywhere, we don't learn anything, we just you know it's 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 almost masturbatory to do that cuz all it is is just reflecting anger onto the, it just it, it to me it doesn't get anywhere uh and that's why I don't do it um and not to say that the, the and the and the and not to say that the only alternative is 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 to go well no you didn't do anything bad no, you are actually. Uh, I. I don't. I'm not. I'm really not concerned with. Uh. Uh. And, and trying to label somebody as a good or a bad person. That's not productive to me because you don't. What happens now? Okay, you're a good person. Great. So what? What? You're a bad person. Great. So what? What do we do with it? It's just. It's useless to me, and I don't. That's why I'm not obsessed with the 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 judgment thing not even as like some sort of holy lovey thing it's just like we can, I, we don't ju- when you judge a person on a thing you don't we can't go we can't get anywhere um so with something like that you know, I mean, clear that woman is clearly uh, has all is has all this. You know, she has no idea what the fuck she wants to do, which is fine. Nobody does. I mean, some people do. Whatever. We're all at different points of our thing. Um, but yeah, she's got to figure that out. She's got to figure that, out, and she's got to not. I I feel bad for this guy. That she's been stringing along and fucking with, you know, she's got to st- she's got to stop fucking with this guy. And I hope she eventually works out whatever. And I hope that the guy that she was fucking with works out his whatever. But yeah, man, it's a whole thing. BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy in twenty twenty two by making investments from coast to coast. 
Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hello? Hey. Is this live? It is. How's it going, man? I'm doing quite well. I'm doing quite well. Not so bad. Uh, you have a very soft, secretive voice. No, <laughs> I assure you, I don't have I don't have any big secrets. I would say I'm an open book. Um. Okay. Well, if you're an open book, tell us what is in the book. Um, well, recently on the pages, I've had this issue. Um, I'm, I'm calling it a nostalgia attack. So basically, I get overwhelmed with this nostalgic feeling, and it's gotten to the point where I try to I try to recreate this. Um, recently, it happened uh, after taking some. Uh, edibles <laughs> it, it affected me a lot and I tried to recreate my childhood bedroom um, in like a frenzy it was really weird mm -hmm. yeah it says that you have and, uh, uh, I think you I have think... you have something that you refer to as nostalgia attacks and that these nostalgia yeah. attacks are what Attempt uh, are, are what uh, caused you to attempt to recreate your childhood bedroom. What? T tell me more about uh, this nostalgia attack. What is that? Well, so I uh, it, it's kind of a mix of anxiety for me. I would say, like, it's like I'm I can't go back to the past, so I can try and recreate those memories, and maybe that'll that'll bring me something. I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. it was, I tried to get the, I tried to get the lighting right. I tried to watch the same thing on the TV. Um, I found that commercials really, really hit deep for me because they played more than like actual TV shows. So yeah. like hearing yeah. jingles and stuff like that, it was, it was really fascinating. Yeah. Is there like a, the, so these nostalgia attacks, as you call them, tell me, tell me, I'm going to. Tell me if this is accurate. So you have some form of anxiety that you seek comfort from by putting yourself mentally in the past. I think so. Yeah, I'm at a. I'm in. I'm in college right now, so I've been focusing on the future a lot. So I think since every action has an equal opposite reaction, like it's just sending me back, kind of mentally. Interesting, interesting. So these uh, uh, things that you're doing to try and recreate the past for yourself, mm -hmm. do you believe that any of them are causing you any sort of harm or distracting you from anything or are uh, uh, negative things for you in your life at all? I think, well... One one question I've been worried about 
lately is if I focus too much on the past, am I wasting the present? Mm. And that, so it feels like I'm just wasting time by focusing on the past and like repressing that feeling. Feels like it's not doing me any good. But also, I have like memory, like it feels like I have terrible memory too. So, like, being able to remember anything is important to me. Tell me about the future. What do you see when you look at the future? Are you are you excited about the future? I I don't know. I'm I'm more curious than anything just to see what would happen. I feel like that's my motivator. Uh, I don't know exactly what job field I'll be going into after college. So like it'll be interesting to see what opportunities pop up. Okay. So uh you approach the future with curiosity. And does the the whole, you know, you clinging to the past, trying to recreate it by listening to the freecreditreport.com jingles uh, cause you to (laughs) uh, uh, does that have a damper on that curiosity? Does it not allow you to dive into that curiosity with full force because you're still holding back to something or is it a relatively harmless thing? I think I think it's holding me back. I would say, like, okay, I can't seem to like move on. You know, like, I can't go back to the past, even though I really want to, because I feel like I, I didn't appreciate it as much as I should have, and now I'm I'm just forced to keep on going, trucking along. I have a little. I have a. I have an idea for you. Actually, I have an idea for you. Um, Ooh. do you do you all keep right. a journal? Okay. Do you keep a, Do you keep a journal at all? <laughs> I used to. I uh, I did it um, when I was deep in uh, Christianity, so I, I've kind of had bad relations with it, <laughs> or like thoughts on it. It was a prayer journal. Okay, I think you know it's fine. I've 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 been um, I've been hanging out with uh, a lot of my my friends from high school lately, and, and talking with them. And, and when we talk, we talk a lot about the past, and. Um, that felt that feels really good, and we we sort of uh, when we get together, we're like historians of ourselves in a weird way, and uh, there's something <laughs> about recording that history uh, that almost mm. helps you move on from it. So my little idea is you should you should take a little bit of time instead of recreating your childhood bedroom, sit and like write out the history of yourself on a whatever a yeah. word document or a journal however you like to do it you know really like jot down your history even as a broad outline cuz it'll make you feel like you exist and you did it and maybe it'll help you move on from it and then once you've recorded your history up until where you are now it's almost like you've you've written a book and and what do you do when yeah. you are are reading a book with a, with pages you can't put down right? You're like, well, okay, well, how's the story end? And it almost will will feed yeah. into your curiosity a little bit, right? Because if you record your history mm. up until now, and then you're at now, then you can start doing your daily journals if you you know have time to do any of that shit. But uh, then you can approach each right, day yeah. with, okay, how does this feed into you know just the overall narrative of my life? Uh, and, and then maybe that gives you an opportunity to take this curiosity. I love that you, you had, uh, 
were able to articulate that, that you feel a curiosity for the future, you can really dive into that curiosity, you know, and see where it takes you. Yeah. Because I feel like you have this curiosity, but because you're busy, you know, looking up the intro for Camp Laszlo on YouTube, you're not letting yourself fully <laughs> dive into it. You're laughing because you actually did that. I know that. You, you got to dive yeah. into You know what? You know? Hold on with that. <laughs> and you know yeah. why I know you did? Because I did I it too. I looked it up lately. Um, All those shows had great intros. But anyway, yes. What, what do you What do you think about all that? I think I'm not much of a writer, so I feel like it'll be a good experience to try and learn how to write along with that too. Like it won't feel like a waste of time. Like learn how no. to write, get a skill, reflect on the past, hope for the future. Yeah. Well, here's the thing about writing is um, I do a and I do a journal, and when I write, I'm, my journal is not meant to ever be seen by anybody. Um, and these these yeah. writings, they're not meant to be seen by anybody. It's it's only when you try to write a thing that you are thinking about showing to other people is when it's hard, you know, so at least keep that in mind. Mm. But, but yeah, mm -hmm. man, I hope, I hope you dive into your curiosity cause, cause that could take you to infinite ways and probably make you a little bit happier, you know, cause the past is all <laughs> rigid and defined and the, the future is true. Is infinite. As they say, the world is, I don't it's know why an I voice at the end. Yeah. Actually, I do know why I did that voice. At the end. I did that voice at the end because I was starting to say something really corny, and the voice was my way of acknowledging that what I was saying was corny in the hopes that it would make it less corny. There's a reason <laughs> I do for the everything. Same thing. I get it. Uh, is there anything you want to say to the people <laughs> at the computer before we go, Jacob? Uh, I don't know. Look up the look up the Camp Lazlo theme song. It's a good one. It's a good one. How does it go? Do you know how it goes? I have no idea. I might look it up after this and head down memory lane. <laughs> Start writing about it. Thanks for calling, Jacob. Talk to Network. They have banger theme songs. Thank you. Hold on. Everyone's fucking... Hold on. Hold on. Uh, Camp... Camp Laszlo theme song lyrics... Oh, it's the fucking, it's the, there was, there were two scouts who made a friend and Laszlo was his name. Oh, L-Z-L-A-Z-L-O-L-A-Z-L-O. Okay. It's the, I forgot. It's a parody of the bingo song. I'm not going to sing the rest of it, but, but now we know what it was. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. America. 